0: Brian Breaker. Your little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Dude, You're just a bitch with his phone. you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF.
1: Let's not talk about Bane's ooze.
0: <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour.
1: Yeah, record and veins power, hour, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no, the most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you'll know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did a bowser with the vestigial you've been suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer leave from got Dallas, put in the stick in the shower, break a rim power, hour. Yeah, hello. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound as episode 457. Breaker invades Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me as always, Big underscore Bang. What's going on, man?
1: Dude, not a whole lot.
0: we are back in town, man.
1: Yeah, we Whoop. had a
0: we had a little uh, little break break ski. I mean, we still had an episode, but right. Yeah, you, you had, had a little trip to to old Big D,
1: right? Yeah, I went to the Big D, and yeah. I do mean Dallas. <laughs> Don't Good. mean nothing else, guys. Good times, though, right? Yeah, I had a lot of fun, man. Uh, Jason was uh, pleasantly surprised to see us all because I mean, it had been. 2018 since I've been there so I've been a minute Yeah, it'd been a long time and uh you know I had had a lot of fun man. And got to got to crash in a hotel for a couple of days. That was nice. Nice and quiet, you know. Enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Good stuff. So hotel beds sometimes you just don't sleep as good. Yeah. Know, right? I I so we I stayed in a pretty nice hotel actually. It was uh, one of the Hiltons over there. Oh, nice. And uh it, it was a pretty good hotel. Um but it wasn't like the bed I mean the bed's still like Pretty rock solid, you know what I mean,
0: dude. I love a firm bed though.
1: I'm not. I'm a. I'm. I mean, I don't. I'm not a super soft bed guy. But like, I don't like. I don't like rock hard hotel beds like that. Like I, oh, dude, it's, I, it's my jam. I gotta have a nice pillow top. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I like a little bit of firmness, but I, I like that soft pillow top. But um, yeah. But you know, it was it was nice. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun, man. That first night, I showed pictures to you. We went to that little uh. It was, like a retro arcade place. Yeah, I and, think
0: that's stuff like that's awesome. And
1: it's uh, what's really cool about that place is like, you know, we have that one here in town called the Max. Um, it's a bar though. It's it's a bar, and this one actually turns into a bar at night. So like, I think it, I think I saw the sign on the door either said eight or nine p.m. Like after that, it's twenty one and over. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good idea. But like all day long, it's open and it's open to kids and everything. And that's like, you know, the kids had a lot of fun. Me and Jason had a lot of fun. You know, they didn't have. Um, they didn't have WrestleFest, but they did have, I believe it was a WrestleMania arcade game. That's pretty fun. too. Uh, yeah. They also had like uh, the Simpsons and things like that. And that's cool.
0: The old school arcade games are the best. Yeah.
1: Man. Moonwalk Talk. Not Moonwalk Talks. That's a buddy of mine's podcast. <laughs> but that uh, Moonwalker game. Yeah. I remember you um, tweeted that. It's like, it was my childhood. Dude, I loved that game so much. And me and Jason were trying to figure it out. My brother, we were trying to figure out if we were, if we went to a place that had that game on a arcade cabinet. Or if we had a friend who had that game on Sega, because I know it was also on Sega. I think it was only on Sega, too. Yeah. But like it was also an arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah. But I can't we can't we couldn't figure out if that's which way we played it. All I know is that we played it
0: all the time and we loved that game as a kid. Dude, I miss arcades like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like uh all like the old school arcade games were so much fun. Well, like you were mentioning like uh arcades with bars. Like that's why I think David Busters is a good idea. Yeah. Simply because yeah, adults can get a drink if they want to, but it's not like a bar bar. Right. It's a bar restaurant, so you can go in there and you can eat. You can mm-hmm. play games. You can also just walk in there and just go play games, which I think is super cool.
1: Yeah, well, it's same, uh same concept with that main event that we have in yeah, Tulsa. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a really – I actually like that place a little bit better as far as, like, what it has available. I agree. However, that place gives me a headache because oh, it's, it's leather, all shit. hardwood floors, so there's nothing to soak up any of that sound.
0: Especially the bowling and stuff? Yeah. where Have you,
1: have you been to Synergy? I've not been to Synergy. You've told me about that because that's the movie theater too, right? Right.
0: So, well, there was that dollar theater that was there, yes. right? Yeah. And so that went out of business, which we actually went there quite a bit in oh, high yeah. school because it was like, I mean, the movies weren't even on DVD yet, so they're not old. Right. But it was a dollar. I mean, right. I would love a dollar theater now. Holy yeah. shit. You know? Give me a
1: $2 theater. I'll be all about it. <laughs> right.
0: The $5 theater. Right. That'd still be a deal. Yeah. Uh, but no, so Synergy bought out that building. And so they have like a full arcade. They have bowling. They, they they even have like axe throwing. They have some cool stuff. That's cool. They have a full uh full movie theater. Yeah. But that's yeah, a fun place, man.
1: Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check that out. Maybe take the wife and kids there one day.
0: I feel like though a lot of the arcade games aren't so much like arcade as as opposed to like you swipe a you you put credits quote right. unquote credits on your card right and then a, you know a swipe of like a skee ball games like three credits we well, have no idea how much money that actually right. is. <laughs> So I, I miss the day of like putting in a quarter, dude. Yes. Like a, or a Chuck E. Cheese token. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember like, you know, we had a simple Simon's pizza up here that had a small arcade. Yeah. Nothing big. Five, six games. Right. But your dad gave gave you a dollar, you get four quarters. Yeah. That kept, kept you busy yeah. for a while. Yeah. I mean, that, those days I miss those days.
1: Oh, I did too, man. And I remember CC's was a lot like that too, back in the yeah. day, which I mean, they still have like an arcade, but it's pretty crappy now. Um yeah, I, I really do, man. I miss I miss those times, and uh, it was kind of nice revisiting that with that little retro arcade. And you know, but I mean, other than that, man, like Raw, Raw was a really fun show. If anybody watched it, I mean, it was a pretty fun show. I, yeah. My favorite match was the uh, that uh, that the uh, Trick or Street fight. Did you happen to see? I did not. Did you happen to see what Otis was dressed as? Otis and yeah, Chad Gable. They were
0: uh, they were the Chippendale dancers. Yes.
1: I mean, my God! I That's mean, hilarious. We've like, I feel like I don't know about you, but I feel like we've all all always thought that Otis was Chris Farley, right? Sure. And it was just fantastic to see them acknowledge that on camera. I absolutely. Well, and the love fact that. that
0: Gables ripped like Patrick, Swayze, it, it was perfect. Think, yeah, it, it, yeah. Act, it worked very well. And then
1: uh, at, at at the end, Elias put the pumpkin on on his head. I don't know if you saw that little gif. I saw
0: I saw the video God. or the picture of it. Yeah, anyway.
1: that was hilarious. It was just so funny. Such but, a good fun time.
0: Well, it's one of those things though. I think when you go to Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, whatever it is, I think as long as you like leak going, man, that was a good time. I'm yep. glad I It went. was exhausting. Sure. Three
1: hours long was exhausting.
0: But well, they probably did like did they do like a superstars taping as well?
1: No, they did have a couple of dark matches. Uh, well, I'm sorry, you're right. They did they did main event right before. Um they had um it was two guys from NXT, I can't remember who it was, and then uh it was supposed to be R Truth and Shelton Benjamin.
0: Our truth got hurt, I think, on NXT. Oh, did he? Yeah, well, this may have been after, but apparently he got hurt on a dive. Oh, wow. hurt his knee or something.
1: But he he did that, and Shelton Benjamin came out halfway through the match. I can't remember what he said was happening, but um, Shelton Benjamin came out halfway through the match, and they ended up winning. It was a fun little match, and, uh, you know, just good show all around, but yeah, definitely long.
0: Yeah, it is. That's a long time to set anywhere. Oh, you yeah. You know, like when you're... Just like, oh, this is exhausting. So
1: kids got a little restless. We had to keep walking them around every now and then, you
0: know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's brutal for anyone to sit there for that length of time. Oh yeah. That's like I know they're doing like the AEW tapings at Universal, like for Dark, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. But the good thing about that even more is that they can get a new audience every hour or two. Yes. So it's almost like, hey, this one taping will be four matches. Yeah. And then in an hour, we'll come back with another format. So it's like it's always new people. So that, I think, is a good idea. Because sitting there for that long, man, it does wear you out. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember being an extra sometimes when they would have to tape Raw. And then, like, they were going to, like, like this week, they were going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So I think they taped two SmackDowns yeah. when, they taped, when they did the live one. So imagine, like, watching Raw and then them taping Raw. Right. Holy crap. Like that six would, hour
1: long show. Dude, that's
0: brutal for anybody. Oh, to yeah. sit yeah. That long. Yeah. It's like, way too long. You're going to have to get a $10 hot dog. Oh,
1: absolutely. A <laughs> couple of them, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, I got, I want to talk about this. Um, last week, everyone really seemed to enjoy our BS episode, man. Yeah. Because we kind of just free flowed, kind of like what we're doing now. Not right. really talking about topics necessarily. So um, to the point where I think Ethan even suggested we do this every so often. Do you think, what do you think about that? Like kind of changing formats and, going more to a podcast where we just kind of talk about whatever, as opposed to topics and wrestling and movies and kind of what we have been doing.
1: You know, I've always been about uh, letting the conversation just flow naturally. It feels know? more like the energy shot. Yeah. Because I mean, it's great to hit all the topics, but I feel like sometimes like some of the topics that we do talk about, like probably aren't, aren't really that big of a deal. You sure. know what I mean? Um, but like, I, I think, I think letting the conversation flow naturally into different things makes way more sense and then we don't have to worry about like punching times, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um and then if one topic takes thirty minutes then whatever. You know, if one topic takes five seconds, not a big deal.
0: Well I know you know, people weren't a patron. They don't they didn't hear this. But when we when we did the energy shot, I know a lot of people preferred that mm-hmm. simply because we kind of took a single topic. And broke it down and Mm. talked about it. But it also also just kind of branched. But it flowed into maybe this or that or or whichever way it went. Which was always fun because it's like you never know where it's going to end up. Right. So I don't know. That might be something we do. I mean, there's still going to be some wrestling topics. I mean, like Vince McMahon retires. we got to talk about that, right? Oh, yeah. CM Punk goes insane we got to talk about that so there'll still be some talking points i'm sure but
1: and we could always you know do like maybe one bonus episode a month or something like that sure you know, i know i know uh drew vinzel there for a little while did that more tales from the estate mm-hmm. and he would do like an interview with somebody and yeah I, I think
0: i think stuff like that is fine too i mean i don't want to wear us out or anything like that but you know yeah we'll play it by ear I, I think that's what's fun about this is just you know the cool thing about any podcast is it's never you Never figure it out, right? Right, you always kind of change midway through and realize like what's fun, what's not fun, you know.
1: Well, and, and this show
0: right now,
1: as it stands, is way different than what it was when it first started. Oh, 100, yeah, yeah. I mean, what 10
0: years ago, whatever it was, 2014, now we're yeah. approaching that yeah. Yeah.
1: coming up on it, but um, so yeah, it's been it's totally different. So, I mean, it might be time for a format change.
0: Well, and I that's that's kind of why I wanted to throw it out to the listener. So, please tweet us, you know, let us know what you think you like the format would you rather us talk about other stuff i mean here's the thing like i'm not real knowledgeable on Mm -hmm. a ton of stuff so
1: i know i've gotten dms saying they want less of me and more of bill benis on the show and i don't know if i will sign off on that i don't
0: i don't know about that either but you know he hasn't been on here in a while (laughs) thank god yeah (laughs) i get never that guy on tuesdays (laughs) um also i wanted to throw this out there because i thought this was a funny topic walmart put out there they may be getting rid of self-checkout
1: damn
0: <laughs> you know so
1: here's, <laughs> that means they gotta hire people to do it for us again
0: right so this is um, a big thing i talk about this with guys at work and i'm sure you know we can talk about it here as well the self-checkout i remember when that kind of hit mm-hmm. in probably mid 2000s i loved the concept early 2000s the concept was great right yeah. oh it's so much faster oh yeah. it's so much better. you have to wait in line you have to wait in line you have to talk to anybody how great yeah. is this now they're kind of incorporating like checking your receipt I don't even I don't even do it. I just walk right by him.
1: Yep. Yeah. I the only time I ever stop is when I have things that aren't bagged.
0: I don't even do that. I See, just I just walk by
1: him. I I do because like I just don't like I'm the type of person like I don't want to deal with like anything. You know what I mean? I just like I don't I don't want to hear like hey hey sir, you know. Like, yeah,
0: well, not I don't either, but I also I just it bothers me when like basically there's no open registers, right? It's all self checkout. And that's, that's the thing. And you sit there and watch me do this. Right. You know. and,
1: th- and that's another thing too is like there's times you'll go to the self checkout now and you're waiting in line for like 10 yes. minutes and all the time. it's like you have 20 registers and not a single one is open. Maybe the one with the cigarettes is open. Yeah. But oh, like, it's brutal. Right. It's like, how do you guys not have
0: registers open? Yeah.
1: Especially like now that we're getting into that holiday season. I'm sure they'll start to open them now,
0: but it would only be like four or five, but that's what irritates me about the whole self self checkout concept. It's like, we're doing all the work all right. and you want to come check our bags No, All right. I'm sorry. Like I know a guy I work with said, if they said, sir, can I have your receipt? He'll hand it to him. And just keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not returning anything. I don't care. Like, right. and they're not going to follow you out. So it just, it's one of those things where it's just, it's a stupid thing. Anyway, Walmart, I guess, Some guy that works up in corporate, some big schmuck was like, you know, we may get rid of this idea and go more to cashiers, you know, give that personal touch again or something. And I'm like, you did this so you didn't have to hire people. Right. And that's another thing. And I don't know if you've done this before, but if you're ever buying something that sets it off, like I remember buying super glue one time. Oh, yeah. Apparently you have to be like 18 to buy super glue. Did not know that. Yeah. Or something like that. And like, so the thing, the light goes red. Mm -hmm. And so I have to wait for the kid, you know, to help six other people before you he can help me. Right. And it's just like, Oh my God. And not to mention, I get so irritated because people are so slow on self checkout, especially people that don't know how to do it. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's the worst. Or when
1: people are buying like a full basket full of groceries at self checkout. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That always drives me crazy because yeah, it, it
1: should be like, it should be faster,
0: line. but it's not right. at all. And, uh, I think they've just gotten too reliant on using this. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'll be honest, I use it most of the time, mm-hmm. but it, it annoys you know me.
1: You what, you really almost have to at Walmart, though, because, mm-hmm. like, legitimately, I, I can't tell you the last time I saw cashiers at the checkout station. But, I mean, I, they, they can say it's about personal touch, but I think we all know it's about theft. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, because I don't know if you remember the story. They've been cracking down really hard about theft lately. Like even if something was accidentally left in your basket and you can say like no, I'll go back and pay for it right now like they don't care like they're gonna prosecute you mm-hmm. it's like this is all about theft there they're, it's
0: it's loss prevention is what it is and Dude, I had one time I uh I ranked something in and it scanned twice yeah so I got, I got someone's attention this is like a ten minute process you know of oh, course yeah, okay. like, hey, can someone come over here and they pulled up the video of you can see my hands swipe it mm-hmm And so they'd make sure I wasn't trying to steal. I'm like, I ring it in twice. Right. There's one thing like, right. That's all I need. So it's a whole long process. And then one time I was walking out and then my cart, I had a bunch of shit in my cart and something triggered the alarm Mm -hmm. and the wheels locked. Did you know that they do that? No. Yeah. So I thought it was caught on that rug, you know, that's right there. How do the wheels lock? That
1: isn't because it's the. When when did mechanics get into those wheels?
0: I don't know, but the guy had to scan something on the basket. The shopping cart. We had a whole long discussion on TV Toycast. Do you ever call it a buggy? I've never once in my life called it a buggy. Have you heard people call it that? Uh maybe on TV. I've heard old people call it a buggy.
1: Yeah. I always think that's funny. Does Travis call it a buggy?
0: No, he doesn't. He was we were laughing about people who call it a buggy. Oh. He's like, What do you call it? I was like, I always call it a shopping cart.
1: I thought I thought maybe that was like an Ohio thing or something.
0: I don't Well, I think it's kind of like soda and pop. Like Oklahoma, right. it's pop, right, for the most yeah. part. But other areas, it's soda, some people just call it a Coke.
1: I was going to say, Texas, it's Coke. Yeah. I'm like, well, what do you call a Sprite? <laughs> like, what about Dr. Pepper?
0: I've heard people say, like, I'll take a Coke, what kind? Sprite? Yeah. It's like... They're not all Coke. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, weird. what do you
1: do when you order Pepsi?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. So, I anyway, I thought that was super strange, and I guess that's also probably theft so that people don't take your shopping carts. I guess so, but, man poor homeless people, man. They need that. But I never thought about, like, think about how much money you're spending on a shopping car if the wheels will lock. Yeah. Why don't you just do what Aldi does? Just yeah. Put a quarter in it. Exactly. To, to unlock it. Yeah, exactly. Of course, if you're a homeless man, you had a quarter. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, hey, you know, sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need it. So anyway, um, yeah, no more self-checkout. End of an era. Hire some people, Walmart. Uh, um, It's like everyone knows Walmart's kind of a shitty place to work, right? mm -hmm. Like That's not a secret. Like, why would you, if you're that big of a corporation, why would you allow that, like, I don't know, that that reputation, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what they really need to do, which I think they might, but I feel
0: like it's not as popular with Walmart because Walmart just
1: all-encompassing kind of sucks. Um, But, like, they need to, like, go more towards what Target does where you can just, like, do the whole drive-up thing Mm -hmm. and just, like, Buy
0: things on the app and just think they do that though, don't they?
1: They technically do, but I've heard it's horrible.
0: Oh yeah. Like I've heard like So my sister told me one time, and I don't know if she ever resolved this. I assume she but she she put up, you know, bananas. Yeah. You know, for groceries. And they gave her a single banana. Oh God.
1: Yeah, and I will never buy produce on one of those things.
0: So the next time she put in like six bananas and they gave her six like bushels of bananas. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so they just don't even know what they're doing. Apparently not. Yeah. It's just like, Lord. oh, my
0: God. Like, like what is going on here? You know? Yeah. And that's anyway. insane. Yeah. So I've heard. it's a lot of bananas. I've heard that that happens. I've also heard of people like buying something and they're like, hey, we'll give you something similar.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they're out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and they substitute.
0: Like, yeah. It's not even the same. I think Steve Hoker was telling me that he had something ordered, like mm-hmm. a figure. And uh, I think it was a He-Man figure. One yeah. of the new Masterverse figures and they're like, "Oh, that's out of stock, so we're going to send you like one of these." And it was one of the kids' ones. It's like, "No, that's not the same." Like, right. you can't do that. Like, Yeah. I don't know. It just it's a shame that a lot of those companies don't step up better.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, they're just they're just all about profit. They don't really care about customers, you know.
0: Apparently not. I remember one time I was in line at the self-checkout on a Saturday. I was buying a birthday gift for for some friends of mine's kid. And, you know, the, there's two self-checkouts, right? Right. There's the big one by the groceries and the smaller one by, like, the, the pharmacy. Yeah. I'm at the pharmacy one, which has, like, four. Well, technically, there's a fifth one, but it's, like, a bigger one. Right. I'm, like, eight people deep. Oh, jeez. And that doesn't include the, the, the actual registers. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this sucks. But the other side just is busy. So, like, what do you do? Right. Guy behind me is losing his shit. Yeah. Like, boy... Should sure be nice to have some registers open, huh? And I'm like, yeah, like don't talk to me. Right. Like leave me leave me out of it, dude. We're not buddies. We're not pals. Anyway, this girl walks by that works there, you know, like doesn't give a shit at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just on her phone. The guy's like, excuse me. Uh be nice to open up some registers. And she kind of just gives him a shrug. Yeah. At all oh, he like loses it. He's like flip it out, calling corporate, and I'm just like Oh my god. Best of luck, pal. I, yeah. I don't know. Like I when you have zero expectations, you can never be disappointed. And I, I, I have zero expectations <clears throat> at Walmart.
1: I, yeah, and I'll tell you what, man, that's where like Aldi like has everybody beaten. Have you ever shopped at Aldi? Yes. Oh great. my god, dude. They I wish kill. it was bigger. Right. Yeah. They they kill it on checking you out, man. I mean, it's like you might see a line there, but dude, it's like quicker than Chick Fil as drive-through. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, that thing goes
0: fast. Well, it's kind of like Quick Trip when they when they see a big line, people come in and they get yes. people out. Like it's that's designed to not be in there for right forty five minutes. I remember very specifically work. There was a Jiffy Stop in Eldon where I lived, and it was like the slowest checkout line you could ever imagine. Yeah, if you were three people deep, it's ten minutes. Right, and it's like oh my God.
1: These they're probably people. chit-chatting and everything.
0: Oh, just, they just don't know. And they're just like, right. well, let me get you a change. I owe you 315 <laughs> And it's like, good God, this is horrible. So, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some benefits to those bigger places when they rent, when they run things right. And Walmart is, like, who doesn't go to Walmart?
1: Right. Well, and, and I was about to say, you know, we talk about Aldi for a second. I mean, that might be Walmart's plan is, like not have a whole lot of registers open so you're in line for a long time and maybe you're like oh well actually i do need this let me just hop out of line real quick and go get it mm-hmm. so maybe it's all just a ploy to get you to spend more
0: probably but i mean it's a terrible ploy
1: because it makes everybody hate the place but
0: well and also too you know you've brought this up before about like a halloween like mm-hmm. kind of getting the shaft yeah i was i was in a walmart on like october the 29th and they already had christmas stuff where the halloween stuff was yeah. supposed to be and i'm like i get it like halloween's probably not as big a money maker as christmas but I feel like it's
1: getting there, though.
0: Yeah, but stop. But that's because that no one pushes it hard, you right? Know? It's like, well, it's because
1: everybody in America is so dadgum scared that you know it, demons are going to haunt their home now if they celebrate Halloween.
0: Are people really scared about that? I feel like most people like yeah.
1: Halloween. Have a conversation with my dad. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, this guy
0: wouldn't let you have a battle troll as a kid, right?
1: Yeah, hey, any troll, not it? it? Wasn't even just battle troll. Any troll, he didn't. Yeah. There was a lot of things he didn't. Lie. I'm surprised he let me watch the turtles. Honestly, I'm surprised he did because of all the things that he didn't like. Yeah, you know, because Talking Turtles, my goodness, that sounds playbook evil.
0: I mean, come on, but I think any popular thing like
1: that's just it. It's secular entertainment. That's that's all it is, and that's what that's what those old school Christians didn't like was that it was entertainment outside of the Christian umbrella. Yeah, And so my dad, I actually had a conversation with him while we were in Texas about that. And he was like, you know, I like Halloween as long as it's just not too evil. You know, he, he's like, as long as there's not demons and, and grim reapers and stuff like that. He's like, I don't, I don't want those demons coming in my house. Like he literally said that. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's just, I think it only happens if you let it happen there, bud. You know, I mean.
0: I guess that's just difference of opinions. Right, well, so so Halloween, you know, I always go to my my parents' house and we because we ha- they have a ton of trick or treaters and like I'll be honest, like it bothers me when kids don't even try. Mm-hmm. Like we had one kid show up and he's probably you know ten or twelve years old. He's wearing shorts and a t shirt. I'm like, that was a good costume, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm like, I probably, don't know. To me, like, probably too cool to wear one. Well, you're not gonna get enough candy right? to me. Like, uh, you're getting a piece and you're getting like, you know, what do you like, almond joy? No, that's what you get. You know, like that's. And I did see some good costumes There's a kid dressed up like Bob Ross that's awesome He had the paint palette and the whole deal and I'm like he gets three pieces
1: I think for I I saw something similar online I think for Halloween I think this might be a good way to go if somebody's not dressed up they can either like I saw and this there wasn't exactly what they did but like I think this should be like the rule if a kid isn't dressed up they should do a sing a song or they should do a dance to
0: get candy. If nah, got, I'm, I'm fair. With if them. they don't do that, they don't get candy. To me, it's just, it's one of those things when you put in like no effort, right? It, it likes me. That's what I'm saying. Make them work for it. You know, like, they had this one family came up and they had a, a little, probably three year old and they dressed them like Michael Myers mm-hmm. and they put a portable speaker on them and they were playing the song. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And there's this one family, the mom and dad were Mario and Luigi. Yeah. And the, uh, the kids were Bowser uh, toadstool, and then the girl was Princess Peach. Amazing. I'm like, see, that's that's good. A little family costume. Dig it. And what's To me, what was good is when a kid would show up, and I didn't know what he was right away, but I'm like, hmm. Yeah. This so one kid shows up. He's wearing jeans and a Dodgers jersey. Okay. And I'm like, what is this? And yeah. But his jeans are rolled up, and I'm like,
1: hmm. Sandlot.
0: Yeah. He was Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah. And it took me a second. I'm like. That's awesome. I was, I was really upset that I couldn't tell if he was wearing PF flyers. Yeah. Because that would have just.
1: They might have been Chucks, but, you
0: know, close enough. To be fair, you can't get those. so but You I mean, might have online. But you can yeah. online, but if he would have done that, how like, how much effort would that have been of, like, he pulled that off? Right. That's a good costume, oh, right, yeah. you know? And it's also pretty simple. You see the jersey, the hat, and I'm like, okay, I I can dig that. Yeah, you know? like, that's awesome. I, to me, it's the same with um, cosplayers, though. Like, right. When you see, like, a kid just wearing, like, crappy Joker makeup, it's like... Get out of here, idiot. Like, there was this one big guy at a Comic-Con... He was real big and he's bald and he's wearing the white suit and he has the cane. He was kingpin. Awesome. I'm like fantastic. Yeah. Like that is absolutely great. Yeah. You know, because when you're if you're gonna to me, if you're gonna cosplay, you gotta you gotta do it right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know? So, I thought that was awesome. But anyway, yeah, Halloween's always fun, though. It's just it's kind of crazy the kids that just don't even try, or the kids like my parents live on a cul de sac, so it's like they go down one street, then come back. Oh yeah, and you'll see kids kind of show up again. It's like yeah, you've been here yeah, before. You were you? here, bud. Yeah, yeah get back I, back out of here.
1: And you know they they do a Christmas in July. You know, have you seen that in the past like five or six years? Like it's not like huge. Like Maybe. it's not you don't like celebrate it like you do, but they do like the gifts and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of like the halfway point to Christmas. I think they ought to do like. Halloween in May. That'd
0: be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, Especially because the kids are just getting out of school.
1: Right, like bring it back. You know, like like bring the spooky season back for a month, you know, in the summertime. Like, I'd be all about that.
0: What do you think of uh, those trunk-or-treat things that churches do?
1: I think they're dumb. I think it's a dumb way to skirt around Halloween. You think so? Kids, kids still dress up. Right. You know? Well, that's I what, what I'm
0: saying. I, I get the fact that they're not going to strangers' houses.
1: I'm cool with that. Right. Like, I, like, I understand that, but like the whole, the whole basis of it, at least... I'm not saying this for everyone, but at least what I was always taught and what I was always told is that we don't celebrate Halloween because it's evil and it's the devil's day or whatever. But like, Did you
0: celebrate it as a kid?
1: Not really. No. No? No. I mean, did you get a trick or treat and stuff? No, we did the church stuff.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so all about it now because like I didn't get to enjoy it when I was a kid. Do you think that like in a weird way kind of makes you like enjoy it more? Yeah. And that's why you're so like... I'm this all in. Is, yeah. This is all like, this sucks that we couldn't do this. Cause it's just dressing up. Like, right. who cares?
1: Yeah. And it was, to me, it was always, it always seemed so fun. The concept of like going door to door, like yeah. asking for candy. And that was stuff I didn't really get to do because, well, especially like, like
0: where you live when you were a kid, it's big, a lot of houses, you know, right. and like that one circle, you know, you could hit a a couple of little blocks and have a bag full of candy.
1: Yeah. But we always had church stuff, you know, like the truck or treat stuff. And it yeah. was, and it was all just kind of a way to like escape the whole, like, um, you know, satanic vibes or whatever quote unquote and you know satanic panic man. right and that's that's exactly all it was but like it, i mean like it was always fun you still always got the candy and stuff like that but it just wasn't the same
0: vibe and i just i don't know i got I it would be i could see like cause i i th- I feel like i did some of that but i never i always, we always trick-or-treated right you know? always like my parents never did a lot of halloween decoration or anything but we always you know where i lived as a kid there was always a bunch of houses so we'd mm. always trick-or-treat and you know, my mom, like when I got older, she'd be like, okay, stay in this area, make the loop, and then come back home. Yeah. Okay, you know, and then all that stuff, and just see all the costumes and the kids running around. Like, to me, that was always cool, but yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's one of those things where I think most people just need to relax, and it's not that big a deal. Do you well, not
1: agree? Yeah, because, I mean, like, I, I've celebrated Halloween uh, now, ever like, every year since I've been an adult, and, like, I'm not demon-possessed. You know what I mean? Like, well, and
0: I, I think <laughs> sometimes people... And I think it's just so this is a funny story. I matched with this girl on a dating app a few months ago and just getting to talk like, Hey, do you like movies? Like whatever. She's like, I like, I only watch wholesome movies. That's what she told me. Yeah. And I mean, to me right away, it's like, "Well, this isn't going to work. Right. I mean, not that I'm like all about horror movies, but I I think a good suspense thriller is great. Like that's one of my favorite type of movies. So I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and just watch Hallmark movies my whole life, you know, like that's just not
1: And that's just it. If she's all into Hallmark, you know, and that type of and stuff. And that's the
0: only thing I can assume when she said that cuz I think I mentioned like something that was coming out that I wanted to see. Yeah. I really only watch wholesome movies and I'm like, "Oh boy." Like, that's not Yikes. I mean, I, to me it's like a huge red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, you know, each their own, everybody has their own form of entertainment, but sure. you know, I mean I like I don't know, I can't I can't stand and I'm not like anti all that stuff. but I just can't stand people who just stay in that bubble. Yeah. You know, like,
0: well, I remember I have a family member who did my mind just go up. I thought I did for no. sure. I think you, I, you just back too far away. From I think it. I did. Anyway, this family member asked me if I watched the walking dead. Uh-huh. I said, I really don't. I've seen a little bit of it, but I haven't really watched it. Yeah. This is back when it was like make a popular. Sure. Oh yeah. I watched it a little bit, but, uh, you know, I just fast forward through the gory parts. And my dad hears this, and you know, at the time he hadn't watched it, and he asked me what The Walking Dead is. I was like, Oh, it's a it's a zombie show. It's based off a comic book. It's pretty pretty popular. Yeah. At this point, it's probably in like season three or four. Mm-hmm. So my dad starts watching it, and he was like, How can you fast forward the gory parts? I'm like, You can't. It's like, every part. I think there's one episode where they cover themselves in guts so they can walk through town and not be recognized. Like it's <laughs> a gory show, right? Which to me is fine, but you don't have to. I also feel like, and maybe. This is that point where when people say like the like, wholesome stuff, they like that stuff, but they don't want to let people know that they do. Right, which is a real fake quality. That's what I can't stand. Instead of just being open, like, hey, I like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like this. Hey, I like action. I like comic book. Whatever it is. Instead of like, oh no, no, I don't watch that stuff because I'm too good.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there's that uh, Christian back in the day. It was like an actual box that you would buy to hook up to your cable. Um, it, but I think now it's like an actual app that has all the movies and TV shows. But it would like bleep out all the bad words. Oh, geez. Do you remember that? Like, no, I don't. So my buddy, uh, which you know, I'm Bryson and Michael, like uh-huh. their parents had that when they, when they were growing up. And I remember thinking like. Is this just
0: to shield them from bad stuff?
1: Yeah, from the bad words. But I was, you know, it would like skip over the scenes and stuff like that that were like, you know, sexual in nature or whatever. And like my whole like, my whole thing was like, if, if you're like religious stance is Christianity, you really probably shouldn't be watching this to begin with. Like if it's got, sure. if it's got this kind of language, if it's got this kind of content, like, so I feel like that's kind of like contradicting itself just oh, by watching the film. So it's like, I don't know. Like I, I thought that was always such a bizarre thing. It's like, it like turn on TBN, you know what I mean? Like channel 17.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like I remember in high school, like I got into rock music. That's kind of right. my, my jam. I'm more of like a classic rock guy. Mm-hmm. Never been into like overly like, Slipknot, like the dress-up stuff. That's not really my jam. I've always right. just liked jeans and T-shirt type of rock. That's, sure. ha- that's what I would say is more my jam. I remember a family member telling me like that they knew someone that used to listen to hard rock, and one day they were in their car, and there was a demon in their backseat dancing to the music. So they broke the CD, and they never listened to hard rock again.
1: I can guarantee you 100% that didn't happen.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a cool story, but you know,
0: I mean, but I mean, that's the thing though. You feel like it, there's sometimes that, that poke to like, say this happened. So you don't want to do that because right. it's so bad. And yeah. it's like, it's just music.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. Harry Potter. You remember when that whole thing started and everybody was calling it witchcraft and like, I was knee deep in that whole, you know, uh, religion thing. And so I thought the same thing, but like,
0: but I, it's, a, it's a, it's a movie after it's watching a and it's a
1: kid's show Yeah. Uh, on top of that. It's a kid's movie. And so it's like, come on.
0: Well, there's also a, uh, so my dad knew a guy who's a fireman with, and he took his daughter to see Harry Potter. Didn't really know what it was. Yeah. They get into the witchcraft. He's so offended. He takes her out of there, and they go watch Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's like, seriously? Like. <laughs> really? What are, you, what, what are you thinking? Right. Like, and, and then I think they got a debate like, well, you know, those Disney movies, they certainly don't have that. And he goes, no, incorrect. They do have witchcraft. Like the sea witch from Little Mermaid. She was a witch. Yeah. Like like that's there's and there's more but I mean Fantasia. Like, yeah, like Jafar wasn't he like a sorcerer yeah. like or something? Like they yeah, it's all like that, but it's a kids show. It's, it's, not, it's it, not that big a deal. It's you know, entertainment.
1: And on top of that it's fantasy. I mean like the fairy godmother, she does magic. I mean like it's it's fantasy. It's not real. That's the whole point is like Yeah. No one no one goes into these films like and then goes home and starts practicing witchcraft thinking they can actually do it. Yeah. I think it just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's an interesting tangent. So we kind of already, this is what the new format will be like. Do you guys like this or no? <laughs> just Free flowing stuff. But I do have some some wrestling stuff I do want to discuss. So what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while breaker and Bay take a little break. Cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, as if CM Punk wasn't on our timeline enough, apparently there's some new rumors going around about the uh, fight with the Elite, now that the Elite are pretty well known to be making their comeback to all Elite Wrestling. Yep. Um, One of those is that the reason the fight broke out is when they kicked open the door, they hit his dog. Yeah. But that had never been a detail that had come out before. Do you think that's real or bullshit? I think it's bullshit. I do too. Yeah. I feel like that would have been like the first thing you would have said. They hit my dog. Yeah. I get fighting, you know? Right. So. Yeah,
1: that would have been, that would have been like my first words when somebody asked me what the hell was going on. I'd be like, they came through the door, they knocked over my dog, dog yelped. Yeah. And I started swinging. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, because I even heard Kenny Omega was trying to pick up the dog. Right. So that it wouldn't get get trampled.
1: Get it out of there, yeah.
0: And I also heard other reports that Punk was not even paying attention to the dog. He was too busy fighting. So um there's also rumors that WWE might pick him up now if his non complete happens. I don't think that'll happen either, man. I don't I don't think I don't think
1: WWE wants him. I don't think because I mean, now that Vince is gone, I think Triple H is
0: was the main guy who didn't like him to begin with. Do you do you see Triple H putting that aside though. I think he's business enough he'd put that aside if he thought there was money to be made. But I don't think he's worth anything. As I don't much. I don't think there's money to be made anymore, is the thing. I think he effed that all up. I think he's such a well, like I saw someone put like he's such a toxic guy. Yeah. That he completely destroyed any like thought of him coming back into the wrestling business. I don't know. Like this is a I would have never guessed this a year ago when he showed up. Yeah. Right? Dude, and when you I feel like
1: like I'm not the biggest Chris Jericho as a person fan. I mean not that I know the guy just, you know, things that he tweets and says and like I'm not like the biggest fan of him as a person, but like when when he says that he's a cancer to the locker room, like it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to like just not listen to that.
0: Well, and Matt Hardy,
1: Matt Hardy, yeah, he was. No, I knew there were more, but like a yeah. lot, I feel like a, there were more veterans too that were like, we don't want to work with him.
0: Well, in, in Jericho, I, I think is, is always going to be Jericho. You know, like yeah. uh, I'm not
1: not to say that he's probably not a good guy. I'm sure. He, I know he's done a lot of good things, but just I've seen I, and heard some stuff that just kind of annoys me with him.
0: But, but I do know. I feel like he's trying to help the next generation. Yes,
1: he absolutely is. And I
0: felt like him doing the that for the inner circle that really helped Guevara mm-hmm. get over and Santana and Ortiz and stuff, and now. Like the Daniel Garcia guys really gotten a lot from this. Oh, I yeah. think the uh, the two guys. I always thought they were great.
1: I liked them in NXT when I, they were there.
0: Right. I thought they were. I saw a couple of their matches on Dark. I was like, these guys are a good team. Like, yep. They know to work as a team. And I think Jericho sees that and is like, I want to elevate these guys. Mm-hmm. And I think him being the Ring of Water champion is to elevate that brand and make it more viable. So yep. I feel like Jericho gets that. I'm not saying he's not getting paid, but I think of he, I think he sees that as like I need to help out people. Yeah. Like he's got to. You've got to make the next group of guys. Otherwise, you have no one to work with. Which, And
1: I think that's what CM Punk should have been doing.
0: I think in his mind, he probably was doing that, but I don't think he was. No, I I think think he he was was too insecure. I think he was just trying to
1: be on top like he felt like he should have been in WWE. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, he would have been that no matter what.
0: Well, okay. So I remember a guy one time he was a veteran guy from WLW and I'm not calling him out or anything because I don't have any issues with the guy, but he started wrestling again mm-hmm. and started doing shows and I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Then he just stopped doing shows and I heard he was pissed off at the whole locker room. This is kind of after I'd gone. Okay. So he was like more of the younger guys. And they said the reason he was mad is no one asked him for advice. Mm. And, and there some, some like, you know, some of the younger guys were kind of asking me like, you know, what do you think about that? And I was like, so he only showed up to help you guys out? He's like, that's what he said. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Because this is not, I'm sorry, I want to help out young guys too, but I don't want to wrestle anymore. So I'm not going to bypass that Right. just to go help them out. Right. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. And he, this guy wouldn't either. He was trying to get back to Japan is what he was trying to do. Right. I'm not stupid. Right. And But then he tries to put that on there like, oh, I'm, this is what I'm trying to do. It's like, no, you're not. Like, I feel like Punk is kind of that way yeah. where he's not – He's like, I want to help out the young guys. and No, you don't. You're trying to make yourself a top guy and make millions of dollars. Yep. And because if that were the case, a lot more people would have gotten over in programs with you. And they really didn't. Yeah. So, and it's not like me personally, I don't, I didn't think his matches were bad, but I don't feel like he really ever stole the show on any of the pay-per-views he was on. And I think that pissed him off. Yeah. But he also like the whole this generation's a lot better than they used to be, you know. Well,
1: I think and I think that's part of it. It goes to show you just how like much more talented wrestlers are now than what they were in 2012.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, I think it's a big difference because back then, I mean, if you look at it, you know, you had your Daniel Bryan's and guys
0: like that, but there were a lot of big monster guys. Well, and I also heard he wants people to wrestle like how he wants them to wrestle, and I don't I don't think it's they're not in that WWE. Mindset anymore, where it's like, "Hey, don't do anything fancy." The main event's got to be the best match, right? People may not realize that's a thing that happens. Yeah, where they kind of you get X amount of time, four minutes. Don't do anything cool, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why those matches are sometimes not that eventful on pay per views. Right? AEW's never been like that. They've, I, my understanding is they've always let people do what they want.
1: Well, it seems like it's always battle to steal the show,
0: right? And now that can be a healthy competition, but that can also be an unhealthy competition, right? Right? You know, on when you on. let egos get in the way, sure. Well, because yeah, that's another thing too. Like I've seen on indie indie shows where it's like, hey, we're having a twenty man battle royal or whatever it is, or a ten man tag. Right? We need you to go four minutes, and it goes twenty seven. Right? Because guys aren't getting paid, and they just want to go out there and wrestle and have fun. And I and I understand both sides, but it's like it is what it is, right? Maybe
1: book less matches next
0: time. Exactly. Yeah, not everyone needs to be on the card, right? So. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. So I guess we'll see what happens there. But yeah. I don't I don't see a WWE return happening.
1: No, I don't think WWE wants him. I don't think anybody really wants him. Um, you know, maybe he can try his looking impact.
0: <laughs> so I don't see him doing that. I don't no. I don't think he'll go anywhere. I think he'll I think he's done. But yeah,
1: I think he is too. I've I've heard actually that he uh, I can't remember where I, I heard this from. It was somebody that's like halfway reliable. Um, but I heard that he's actually got like plenty of ends in the in Hollywood right now. Uh, with like Stephen Amell doing the second season of, of heels. Yeah, and, he might. Yeah. And so like, from what I understand, he's going to really try his, his hand in acting instead, which I think, I think is probably better. Cause that, that will give him something to check his ego. Cause he's not going to be good at. And, right. and I think he'll be well aware that he's not the greatest at. Could be. And so I think that's probably what he needs is to kind of just start over. Could be. Yeah. Um.
0: Someone that AEW did need, and I'm glad they got him. Good old double J. J-E. Double F. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. So a lot of people are upset now that that new ultimate edition Jeff Jarrett is not happening. Is it not? It is not. They, they scrapped it. They scrapped it. For whatever reason, this dude can't get an action figure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it always happens. But... um Apparently he's going to be working behind the scenes as far as booking live events and stuff, which I think is cool. He'll okay. probably be good at that. I think he'll do occasional stuff on camera. Dude, I think this is great. I'm I I'll be honest, and I and I said this during the Rick Flairs last match, I was like as bad as Flair looked, Jarrett looked great. Yes. For a guy who's pushing 60, he looked awesome. So Absolutely. If they want to keep him around cuz I've always thought Jarrett was good on the mic. I know the guitar shots are stupid, but I it's fun. Oh yeah. Know? And I'll be honest. Like after hearing Jarrett do podcasts and talk, it's like I'm I've become a bigger fan of his now than I ever was. Yeah. So I think this is awesome. Absolutely. As long as they, as long as they utilize them right. Yeah. And I and I and I do feel like he's going to be a company guy and do what's best for helping the next crop of guys. Yeah, he'll be. And that's the, that's
1: the thing is he will be good for the young guys because you know he's he's a pretty smart guy as far as like
0: in ring knowledge and you know psychology. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think he'll be really good for him. So here's what I'm hoping happens. This is just a bold prediction, but he he hit Darby with the guitar. And so there's talk of like doing like, you know, him and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby at the pay-per-view, which I think is great. That would be awesome. I think it'd be fun. But how cool that'd be is if they had a third guy like Sanjay Dutt or one of those other guys. Versus Mm -hmm. Man Mountain Rock. (laughs) A little bit better. What if they brought it back? Uh, Great Muda to be the third guy. That would be awesome. That'd be great. Sting's actually teaming with Muda and Noah. Yeah. Which I think is super cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be a really fun thing.
1: Did he actually do an AEW match or no? He
0: just did that one appearance. Appearance. Okay. I feel like you need that one match. Yeah. He's retiring in January. It's time. Yeah. Don't you think? Like it would be like if they're going to loan Sting to Noah, they'll, they'll one here. I think so too. So I would be all about, you know, Jarrett getting the mist and, you know, Mm -hmm. Darby, like, you know, doing the coffin drop on. I think it'd be great. So yeah, I think that'd be cool. I hope that happens. Colt Cabana made his big return to AEW as well. Yeah. He yeah, was the mystery opponent for Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor World Title. Um He had a good reaction. I feel awkward for Colt when I see him because of now. everything. Yeah, cuz yeah. everything he's been through. Yeah. Like I I don't know. Like I I've met Cabana and I'm he, I'm sure he's a great dude. He so this is again, I try not to judge people based upon anything that I hear other than how they are to me. Mhm. And when I went to NOAA in 2015, him and Chris Hero were there. Yeah. They'd known each other. I knew Chris from NXT, but him and Colt were closer, obviously. Colt, because he travels so much, had status or whatever that is where you get to go to the special rooms at the airport and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so we're all hanging. He goes, hey, well, I can go to the, the room. And uh, Chris is like, oh, yeah, can he come too? He goes, I, I think it's only for two people, but let me ask. And I was like, "Hey, I, I I can stay here. It's all good." He goes, "No, no, no come on." And basically, he just smooth talked the guy so we could all go back there. Nice. And so I'm like, he didn't have to do that. He doesn't even know me, right? But I thought that was super cool that he did. Yeah. And he was just—that's kind of how he was. And he's like, "They have Wi-Fi in here." I'm like, "I don't have a signal." He like, "Let me get your phone. We'll put you on the Wi-Fi." Like he's just a good guy. So, yeah. um, and that I always base that like when I'm nobody, right? He's cool to me when he doesn't have to be, right? So because he, he could have easily big timed you, Sure. Yeah. And, and no one would have thought anything different, you yeah. know, and what are you going to do? Right? right. So I, I can't base it on anything other than he was, he was cool to me when he came to Tulsa for that show. He was super cool. We talked a little bit there.
1: I forgot he came to Tulsa.
0: He did. Yeah. And uh, we had, a, we had a, you know, always had a good relationship. I felt like, so when I heard about all this, it really bugged me. Cause I was just like, man, that's a shitty thing to do to someone. Yeah. Even if you're not friends anymore, like I've never publicly trashed anybody that I, disliked because of, of a falling out or whatever. And I wouldn't do that. I just think that's a shitty thing to do. So for him to do that to, to Cabana mm-hmm. and then like you, know, you share a bank account with your mother and this and that. I'm just like, holy shit. Man. And that's, that's still the weirdest one to me. Like why even bring that up? Well, I mean I guess because they did have a lawsuit, but holy shit, man. Like just maybe be nice to people. Yeah. Don't be a dick. But I'm hoping this is uh, good for Cabana and we get to see a little bit more of him in AEW. yeah, And honestly, I still think, you know, a lot of the issue is punk was upset because I guess the rumor was he had Cabana demoted. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what Tony Khan was saying. Like, oh, I should have said that right away that he had nothing to do with that. And I'm like, I don't think that was ever directly said, but I don't think he was there for a reason. Right. I think Tony did that. So there wouldn't be heat. Yep, But yeah, who knows? It's still, yeah. still shitty. Absolutely. It is Uh Logan Paul, his third match ever at Crown Jewel against mm-hmm. Roman Reigns for the Universal, the uh, undisputed Universal title, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's a real wordy name at the moment because they have them merged. I don't like that.
0: I but don't either. Um, I didn't watch the whole Crown Jewel event, but I did watch this match. My nephew wanted to watch it because he loves Logan Paul. I don't really know why, but he does. He's growing on me. I'll be honest. Well, he had he had a pretty good performance, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't like the fact that you know he brought in his brother Jake and you know those two yahoos he does the podcast with, but you know. I mean, it is what it is. But, like, hey, he's he's growing on me. He's doing, he's doing good. I mean, I mean, it's still pretty clear that the other guys that he's in the ring with are carrying him. Oh, yeah. But, like...
0: Shout out to Bonsai, the referee. Right, yeah. He really took care of him. If you did not realize that, rewatch that match. You yeah. took care of him a lot.
1: Yeah, but it was a... Uh, I mean, it was a pretty solid match. He even pulled off a little buckshot lariat. I know that kind of got the Twitter world buzzing. Yeah, Puck um, couldn't pull that off. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, and he... I actually... He's an athletic
0: guy. No, there's no super doubt. Super
1: athletic. And, and I'll be honest, like, not I'm not saying he's his is better than Hangman's by a long shot, but I liked the way he hit it better than I liked the way Hangman hits it. Because Hangman always takes that, like, one little extra step right before he does the lariat, and his is just, like, landing and then jumping at him. And I've always kind of liked that. Like, I liked that a little bit better. I've always kind
0: of thought Hangman should do that. But. Yeah, well, Hangman's is, is good for sure, but I, I agree that it's it's a different...
1: It's a totally different move. The yeah. hangman's
0: so much thicker though.
1: Well, and that's the thing like when hangman hits that lariat, it's kind of reminiscent of Stan Hansen a little bit. Like yeah, yeah. it's like a badass lariat, but like I just He lays it in too. I Ooh, know well, that he, I know that from first-hand experience. Yeah. But he like with him taking that extra step, it's like it it almost seems like it makes the flip unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. That would have to be a hard move to do. It's gotta be just because I mean, I've never been able to do the flip over the top rope. But right. Anytime. And you, I'm not saying I could do it either. Yeah. Right. But it's just the hitting the right momentum and right. Not landing on your face and stuff.
1: But, uh Real quick. Did you, did you hear that uh Michael Cole uh, multiple times, like mentioned companies outside of WWE? No, I didn't. At crown jewel. He mentioned uh new Japan. Like he mentioned uh that, that, uh, uh, Carl Anderson is the current never open weight champion oh, wow. in new Japan. He mentioned, I,
0: I've thought that's been a work from day one. Yeah.
1: He mentioned that, um, he, he, he called Luke Gallows doc. Oh.
0: Uh,
1: and then he, he mentioned, uh, triple tails, which was that tag team or, or faction that women's faction with Io Shirai. Okay. And from stardom. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. But, well, why ignore it? Well, and that's the thing. It's like, it kind of makes it, feel like we're all in this one little wrestling world together again. Whereas right. before like
0: WWE seemed separated from everybody else. Well, it Would be like if you, if you are producing a movie cause you know, there's all different movie companies, right? right. Let's say you're producing a movie and you've got Ryan Reynolds to star in it, and he's a mega movie star, which like, oh, we're not going to mention this or this, you know, right, that's right. you know like why not? Like yeah. who cares? It's yeah. like now he's with you. So I, I don't think it's a big deal to mention new Japan. I remember actually back in the day, they used to mention that AJ Styles was a former IWGP champion. Yeah, they never would say New Japan, but they would always say IWGP champion. And JBL would always be the same title Brock Lesnar held. Yeah, to solidify that. Well, AJ's a player, right? And I, to me, I think why not? Why not put that yeah. stuff like that over? I think that that's great. You yeah. know, so um, I've thought for a while that the uh, Never open Way title was probably a gimmick thing because even Rocky Romero was mad about it. I'm like he's boys with them; he's not going to get involved in that online. So right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The crown jewel event seemed like it was a pretty good show all around. I only watched the last match, but it seemed like it was a pretty fun show.
1: It was honestly like pretty decent. I mean, and all, I, I really think that, uh, you know, Bianca and and Bailey kind of stole the show a little bit in that mat in their women's championship match. That was, I mean, and also to the match right before that, the tag team championship match was a hell of a match. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, I mean, a lot of good matches. I mean, It's kind of nice when they don't bring back legends who probably shouldn't be wrestling anymore.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, let your guys do it. Right. Why why not? And they killed it. Um, I think it's kind of cool that the women are getting to actually be featured now. Yeah, they had two women's matches. Well, and I know in the past, there was always kind of a, uh, initially, like, they couldn't even come. Right. Then they could come, but they couldn't wrestle. Then they actually got a match, but they had to wear T-shirts. Now they mm-hmm. have, like, sleeves and stuff, so they're covering their body. More they're
1: they're full-body gear. But, but it's gear. It's not like right. a T-shirt. so Which i, I got to
0: imagine is hot as hell. Oh, of course. But
1: at least they're getting to wrestle. I mean, maybe, like, if they – because I think – don't they have, like, a 10-year deal or something like that? Or they had one? It's probably, like, eight years now.
0: I don't know, but I'm sure it's still going.
1: But, like, I mean, maybe by the end of it, maybe they'll actually get to wear regular gear. Who knows?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think they're, they're making progress there, so.
1: And that's the whole thing. Like, this whole thing was supposed to be, like, a cultural – cultural progression for Saudi
0: Arabia. So yeah. I felt like, and I, again, I haven't watched all those, but I felt like the fans were more vocal than they had been.
1: And they were speaking English. Like all their chants were in English. Yeah. Like that confused the hell out of me. Cause I know they don't speak English in Saudi
0: Arabia. I think it's interesting because I guess Logan Paul's huge over there and they no re- kidding. They requested that match. Really? Yeah. And, so is, this, gonna, is it still
1: the Saudi prince who's like kind of heading that whole ship?
0: My understanding, like, I assume whoever he is, I assume it's the prince. Cause yeah. I remember
1: that first one, they had him like front and center. Like yeah. they had the really nice seats for him and everything. You don't see that now. No, they're trying
0: to make it more like an event. Right. not really like put over that. It's Saudi Arabia. But yeah, I know um, initially like he had some hands in booking talent, which is why we saw, you know, uh, you know Goldberg and, mm-hmm. you know, Undertaker and guys like that, right? Which I'm not opposed to them making appearances, but I I feel like it's a little. I think it should have just been appearances. Yeah, but I mean, even like when they did like Team Flair versus Team Hogan, that's like come on, yeah, gotta get Terry and Rick a payday, you know? Like it's, I think I'm not. I just think that's stupid, you know.
1: Like I I always like, I I don't like Goldberg's matches, but I think it would be fun if every now and then they kind of treated him like. like kind of, I don't want to say exactly like Kane, but kind of like how Kane was back in the day, where he'd come out and just choke somebody for no reason. Yeah, like if if Goldberg just made an appearance, like once every now and then, come out and just speared the shit out of somebody.
0: I think all you have to do is have a slimy heel, right? Lose and bitch and complain. Yeah, I'm not leaving the ring. And there's no one that can make me do it. Right? Goldberg's music hits. Like that would be
1: fun as hell. That's it's, all
0: you. That's all he needs. But The it, thing is, he's an incredibly hard guy to book because how do you not? Because like if you book him on top, it's like he shouldn't be there. But then you put him in like a match two with Dolph Ziggler. He yeah. shouldn't be there either. So what the hell do you do?
1: Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like kind of give him like almost like the stone cold treatment too, like how like it's always fun to see stone cold come out and just stun somebody for no reason, just cuz yeah. he wanted to. Yeah. Like I think that would be good for Goldberg because like imagine the pop if he just came out randomly, speared the guy, you know, and left. Yeah. Like no questions, no no story afterwards, just just a fun little spear and he kind of smiles and laughs about it and leaves.
0: No, I agree. 100%. <laughs> I mean, be I fun. was I think I think that's a great way to book the guy, right? You know, I, I guess on an interview he even said like, he was like, "I was not supposed to beat the fiend." That was news to me that that happened. Yeah, like, and I always
1: wondered if that was like a Saudi prince thing too. Like, yeah,
0: like they wanted him to. And that's such a weird match. It's like why? shouldn't have even happened. Like, the right, morning. Like, why are we even doing this? Right. So, yeah, interesting stuff, man. Oh yeah, a little bit of TV talk here. Why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is. Break up and bait up at the movies,
1: yeah. This is... Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What
0: you got now? All right, tell you what we got now. Um, there's a new trailer out for the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which is coming to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. We've seen one special already from the MCU, which was uh, Werewolf by Night. I have not watched this yet. I've kind of fallen behind on the MCU. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's that good anymore. Yeah. My, my brother's
1: actually catching up on it right now. He just uh, got finished last night watching Shang Chi. Yeah. Uh, he's like, it was a great movie. Really Shang Chi's pretty good. I, I've never seen it. I, I literally pretty much stopped with the exception of a couple of movies after in game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just
0: kind of, I feel like that was the end of the story to me. Well, then COVID <laughs> hit. It's so like, everything was a year delayed anyway. Right. So it kind of just ended it. And I think it ended our hype to it, but so Werewolf by Night was supposed to be this Halloween special they were going to mm-hmm. do, which I thought was, that's kind of a cool idea. Now, when they said special, I thought it was going to be like 15 minutes. It was like 55, so it was like an hour. Yeah. And I think this is what, this is going to be like an hour special. Are they um, live action? Yeah. Are they? Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's kind of cool, like to do, like, as opposed to doing a full-on movie or a full-on series, just a one-hour Christmas special. I'm like, that's kind of fun. And I've always liked the Guardians of the Galaxy, and this will kind of lead into Guardians 3, so. Sure. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens, you know. But MCU stuff—I know a lot of people were disappointed in She-Hulk. Um, I didn't watch it. I'll be honest. I don't know. I may. I kind of, I kind of fell off.
1: Like it, it was one that I actually had high hopes for, uh, and it's not that it's
0: bad. It's just it doesn't doesn't hold my attention. Yeah, I think that's the problem with a lot of these. They're just not that. Like I know they're making that new Daredevil. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that. But
1: well, to me, I felt like they really set a high, high, high bar with Wandavision. Yeah. And then I feel like they, None like... None of them
0: have been good since.
1: And, and they, they, like, I... To me, I feel like they sort of came close with Loki. See,
0: that was but my it least still, favorite.
1: it still wasn't as good. Like, I really enjoyed Loki. Um, but, I just, I
0: couldn't... I mean, I've never been a big Thor guy. Like, I, I like the movies. They're okay. But he's my least favorite. And that sure. show, I could not could not even pay attention to
1: i i really enjoyed it because of owen wilson i think owen wilson's great yeah. uh but like I, I really enjoyed that show but like um and then right after that was captain american winter soldier we're not what, what What?
0: that was before loki actually oh was winter, it falcon, and winter, soldier. falcon yeah. and winter soldier i i didn't watch that at all didn't even like care to it wasn't that great and they did that what if cartoon series
1: and i tried watching that but i really wasn't a big fan
0: The the, where I'm at is Hawkeye and everyone tells me it's great. I need to watch it. I just haven't yet. And I may, I don't know. I'm just like, sometimes you need a break from all the Marvel, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, honestly, I think the series, like, well, I felt the same way about the Netflix series. Like when Mm -hmm. daredevil first came out, I was like, this is awesome. Sure. And then like, they start pumping them out and like, these aren't really all that great. Like, yeah, it's a 13 hour long movie as opposed to a series. It's, you know, so yeah, I think it's kind of all in how you present it. Yeah. I agree. We'll see what happens. Uh, a little bit of toy talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it.
1: Here we go. Open the box. It's the ball of the show. We'll break your remain, do a bit
0: of toy talk. All right. So we got some news in from Rush Collectibles. Uh we've we've talked about them obviously on the show for a little bit. Let me see if I can pull them up here. Um so we he, we show this little teaser. For Ringmaster Series 2, the Patriot is coming. I dig that. Yeah. I really dig that. You know, not a lot of Patriot figures. So I think this is really cool that we finally get a licensed Patriot figure.
1: Yeah, and I'm honestly surprised WWE never really jumped on, you know, making him a big star in the company.
0: He didn't last very long. He was hurt. He didn't. Oh, was he? Yeah, he got hurt really quick.
1: But I feel like Vince, as patriotic as that guy is, would just, like cream his pants over having a
0: a patriot character. They tried. Yeah, he was the you know because he had that feud with Bret Hart early on, right? But once he was injured and like couldn't really wrestle, they were like I, Jim Ross say it's like he was damaged goods and they got him.
1: He so he was so, he
0: was so hurt they couldn't.
1: So was WWF his last stop before he like legit legit started stopped wrestling?
0: Mm-hmm. He uh, hurt his ankle. He had all kinds of surgeries. He was he had really bad you know drug problems. Okay. And Del Wilkes was in incredible shape. Yeah. But it just didn't. It didn't work out. I didn't. I didn't realize that that was like the last place where he wrestled. I think so. He may have done some independence after, but I don't think he wrestled the full schedule anywhere okay. else. Okay. Um. So, Rush updated. They said uh, production has officially started on Ringmaster Series One. Nice. A sampling for the Chris Van Vliet figure is happening, which is that's like their announcer. I guess like he's like the podcast guy that they're doing. Okay, um, sampling for Monster Master Series One is currently underway. The extreme retros design uh, modeling still underway, and we'll be sampling fourteen of them at once. Wow, which is a bunch. And uh, Ringmaster Series Two, the lineup is coming soon. So, lots of stuff happening in there. Do you? Um, is there some guys you would like to see them sign for Ringmaster Series Two? I mean, there's there's already been like they've signed like Cowboy James Storm and Chris Harris and you know Mil Mil Mortez is coming. I think that's a really cool addition. And now, of course, uh, the Patriot is is a go. So I don't know. It's it's kind of the thing is with all these third party companies, it's kind of hard to determine like who signs where and who do they get and all this stuff. So I mean, and also too, man. Like I feel like
1: we're getting to the point where like who really needs one now? Oh yeah. You know, I mean, there's not a lot of guys that I feel like. You could get a figure, give give a figure too, and it make a lot of money, you know because there's so many, man. there's so many uh, companies that are making these exact same figures mm-hmm. and you know they're they're signing everybody and so just pretty much whoever they can and it's just it's kind of getting a little oversaturated. so
0: and there's a new company coming up called uh, what's like Grapplers and Gimmicks. and apparently they've signed the Godfather and Savio Vega. Is that even allowed? Well, I mean, they're trying it. They're calling him Smoke Train Charles, right? <laughs> okay. Well, I guess if they're going to go for that, then you know, whatever. And, and apparently, they've signed a Diana Hart Smith, the Bulldogs' wife, from like her appearance at SummerSlam '92, and then her okay. brief appearance in '96. You know, yeah, that's so, bizarre. Oh yeah, super bizarre. So, but I feel like, and like I want all these companies to be successful, but I feel like, as an idea, this has kind of jumped the shark a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, big time. Because yeah. they, they saw a little bit of profit, you know, saw a little bit of buzz, and everybody's jumping on board.
0: I think his idea of doing the monsters and the extreme retros is a really good idea, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So I want to see. I'd like to see more of that. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. Yeah, I think uh, if a company was
1: smart, I'd look into Galoob style. And that's another thing too. Like, give, give me different styles, man. Yeah. Like, give me, uh, give me the Galoobs. Like, I, I, I know, like. Uh, Places like Mattel have talked about how expensive LJNs are to, yeah. to produce. but like the weight and everything. Yeah, but the glues, I know, are a lot smaller. And now with, like, I mean... It's, it's one piece. You well, know? well, that and, like, you can also do um, different materials, too. They don't have to be that rubber, you know? Yeah,
0: I think that would be cool. I, I'm, I'm glad they're doing the ECW style because I think that's an underrated style. That's figure. awesome, yeah. But, I mean, I have over here, um, you know, the X-Men figures and some Ninja Turtles and stuff. I wish companies would do more stuff like that.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Kind of like... Less articulated, smaller scale. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah, Yeah. 100% about
0: that. Well, and I don't know if you saw this, but Playmates released a Last Ronin figure. Nice. And it's a little bit taller than the original Playmates, but but it's got a little bit more articulation. Now, people are saying that this could lead to, quote-unquote, Masters of the Universe Origins, where they re release the figures, but they're a little bit more articulated than the original line. Okay home run like yeah. that's what we've wanted for years right like yeah. the original playmates style figures a little bit different than what they were but mm-hmm. same type of scale carding the whole deal like i think that's a home run yeah so i hope that happens yeah give it to us yeah so i i think more stuff like that i think it's also too it's stuff about this like when my nephew my nephew's all about like you know wwe elites and that's what he's into but he sees those he's like wow these are really cool. cool i'm like this is what we had when i was a kid and yes they are still cool like yeah i understand current day stuff is more popular, but there's something fun about this, too. Absolutely. All right. Well, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Um, I think that's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Uh, make sure to uh, check out some of our podcasting buddies, like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Lariat's podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, in the Marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Yeah, uh, Boots to the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin, and of course the twins over there. Did you see that they were uh, Rocco and Heifer?
1: I did. I thought that was the most amazing thing
0: ever, dude. Did you? I don't know. Did you see their family pictures? Did you notice one of the twins has a full head of hair and the other one's bald? Yeah. I think that's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I think, I think it, that's yeah. so
1: cool. It separates them a little bit. It does, yeah. But I think I, it's awesome. Real quick, I want to give a happy belated birthday to Caitlin because uh, I was down in Texas when she had her birthday. Yeah. And so I didn't even really check social media, didn't even realize it was her birthday. So um, happy birthday. Hope it was a good one. Yeah, I hope you had a great and, one. And uh, I actually listened to their podcast, and I felt like felt like shit. And I was like, oh, God, I missed, I missed it. I should have. Should have checked on. I'm
0: pretty sure I sent a happy birthday message. If I didn't, I apologize. I, yeah. always, I always try to do that. So yeah. Well, I, hope, and I hope she had a great birthday. They're
1: such great people. I always you know want to make sure to give them a little shout
0: out. But um, and Drew and Caitlin are definitely the best.
1: But I, I listened to their podcast this past week. I'm trying to catch up, but I was like, I'm gonna go and listen to this newest one. And they talked about talked about leggings like we did. Um, Caitlin's now trying to convince him to to get some leggings or to at least try hers on, and then but they. They also talked about the tattoo thing and I wanted to give Drew a little shout out will say I appreciate the you know the uh the response on that because I, I don't even remember us talking about that, but I know that's always been a thing for me, like as far as getting tattoos and not sure how much we should tip. I didn't realize we talked about that.
0: Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Did we talk about it? I didn't remember that at all. But Well, because we we brought up your haircut and that and you tip your haircut oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. lady yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then you were like, Well I don't even know like what about your tattoo artist? Here's the thing I don't have a tattoo, so I, that's right. never crossed my mind that you would tip them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also because I think that's kind of part of what we talked about. It's like they set their own price, yep. right? So if they say, hey, it's $80, well, what's a good tip on that? Like, right. is it you give them 85 I don't know. So, well, and
1: he said like it, it's similar to restaurants, like, standard, like 20, like 20 is good service. You know, standard, I think is yeah. like 15 or whatever, but like um 20%. um But, yeah, he, he explained why you tip because like they pay for their space, they pay for everything like their ink and all that stuff. Like sure. he said, like as far as like the base tattoo, you're basically just paying for time. Okay, and so like everything else
0: is what that's etiquette. The like tip anything. should include. Yeah. I was like, that makes a lot of
1: sense. So yeah, yeah I, I appreciate appreciate the advice on that. Because well, I,
0: I think with hair cutting too, that's another thing is like um so unless you own the salon, right? That that person you pay rent, for the booth space. Yeah, they're they're paying rent on that space. You're right? right, absolutely. So. Yeah, and I'm not anti-tipping by any stretch. I used to weigh tables, you know, so I get the importance of it. It's just, I think it sucks when it's like Domino's Pizza asking you to tip and you're like, who the hell gets this? You know, like.
1: I hate, I hate, and we talked about this with Chili's, but I hate when I go somewhere to get my food and they ask me to tip. That's what I hate. Like if I go to Domino's to pick it up and there's like that little tip line, like, come on, you guys didn't, you you just did what you're supposed to do. You didn't go like any extra.
0: Yeah, well, and I and I know with to-go, my experience was that like there was a to go person. Right. And I think they did make like money. Yeah. But I I I know like when I was a server, we didn't have a to-go person during the off-peak season. So they just want us to do it. So I was like, I'm not doing it. Right. Because I knew I was like getting tipped on it. Now the problem, here's the problem with that. So when you are a server, you tip out one percent of your sales. Mm-hmm. So if you Ring in a fifty dollar order, and um, they don't tip you. You have now paid money out of your own pocket, yeah, to the bartender, and that's and it's like shitty, what, fifty cents or whatever. Yeah, it's shitty, but it's the way it is, you yeah. know. So like doing that tip out thing, I never agreed with that because I know some places they they want you to tip, you know, five percent of your tips or whatever it is. So, and I get sharing
1: your tips. I totally understand that, but at the same time, like you're the one that worked for that.
0: Well, and that's the thing is, like, anytime you're, that's why I've never been a fan of that type of industry because mm-hmm. it's like, number A, you can do great service and they still don't tip you shit. Right. And then, like, and
1: that's, that's, that's one reason why I always try to tip like better than I probably should. Yeah. Because like I got, I, do I know people don't tip?
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing is, like, you know, I saw someone, a comedy routine on TikTok, someone's like, you know, had a terrible table and the next table's like, don't worry, we'll take care of you. And she was like, you know, that's a red flag. And it's like, it's so true, though. I've had that happen so many times. Like, don't worry, we'll take care of you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, 12%. That's taking care of me, huh? Like, yeah. it's it's just it's just shitty how it goes. And
1: I, I always have been the type, like, if we end up having a problem throughout, like, if, like, our food's wrong or, like, they take a while to do something and we have to, like, mention it, like, I always end up tipping a little extra because I always feel so bad that I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it's like you know, okay i guess i'll just leave an extra five i end up tipping him better because well, yeah i'm worried <laughs> that that i pissed them off while i was there
0: well there was a guy that came in one time him and his wife and they both order like a bowl of soup mm. that's it and then like two drinks So very very cheap and so i get bring them their soup and then you know, they pay i give them their ticket and it was like 12 bucks or something yeah the guy is like how come it cost this much and i'm like what do you mean he's like Last time I was here, a bowl of soup was only this much, and I'm like, I mean, I was like, it just says bowl of soup. I was like, I don't. Did you get it with an entree? No, I just got it by itself. And I was like, well, they rang it in wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, my whole thing is like, yeah, I could have rang it in cheaper, like because I can do soup with an entree or soup with, a, you know, whatever. But I didn't because that's all you ordered. Sorry, right. you're gonna pay more. Dude throws down a ten dollar bill and leaves. Jeez. So I'm like, I'm gonna write down his tag. You can't. I'm sorry, you can't steal. Right. You just can't. Like that's that pisses me off to no end. Right. My manager's like, hey, it's not a big deal. He's like, I'll I'll take some stuff off. So he pulled the bill down to seven. So yeah. I still got three bucks out of it. But I'm like, that's still like you know, that's not how that works. Right. You don't go to like Quick Trip and or Walmart and be like, here, this is fifteen. Here's ten. Get yeah. you next time. You know, and that right. doesn't work that way. Right. So I don't know. Just people are shitty. So oh yeah. The thing is with like doing a tipped type job, it just it sucks. It's
1: it. Definitely sucks. So I always try to be good to my waiters and waitresses and, yeah. and if I end up getting a tattoo, be good to them too. But that's something I'm going to have to save up for. Cause I know that's expensive.
0: Well, and I know these days, and I'm sure you've seen it at restaurants now. Like it'll actually say 18, 20, 22%. Yep. Because most people, I don't think want to tip what they're supposed to. They want right. to tip, you know, two bucks or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that's not, that's not that much, you know? So, I mean, they have that little other
1: amount that you can click or whatever, but I, but
0: I think they have to put that on there of like, as like a guide, this is what you should be tipping right. just so that you know, so you don't throw right four bucks down or whatever when it's supposed to be ten. Right. So but at the same time, like I don't know if I agree with restaurants being able to pay them three bucks an hour either.
1: Yeah. I I think that's where everything is kind of falling apart. I don't think I think every waiter and waitress should be making what they should.
0: I agree. I definitely agree. Um, also, check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Uh, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf. And of course, don't don't forget his amazing artwork and his awesome Chop Shop. Pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Too old for this shit with our buddy Al Day. And Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard Yule. Um, also, check out our other shows. You know, it's Fake Right every Monday with me and a special guest. Uh, no holds bar with Bill Beanis every Tuesday, and the TB Toycast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. All of Bane's music can be found over at Spotify or Apple wherever you get your tunes. And all of our t-shirts over at uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.redbubble.com, and whatamaneuver.net search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, TB Toycast, Bane, any of our podcasting buddies, check them out as well. Anything else you want to add, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time.
1: It was good. It was really good. Pretty good.
0: Nah, that son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can now dig it, Saka! Nailed, Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put it, put it on the internet.